manipulate the price of gold and silver. But all that money printing that they've done has flowed into the only non-manipulated currency in the world, and that is Bitcoin. I think this is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Once in a while, you can Bitcoin changes absolutely everything. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Hey, Andrew. Thanks for making the time. And uh, yeah, I mean, we can jump straight into it, I guess. And if you can give a bit of a background about yourself uh, and then, yeah, we go from there. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for having me. Good to good to connect on the other side of the world. Uh, I'm Andrew. I work at Galloy. Uh, Galloy builds open source Bitcoin banking infrastructure. Uh, we're the company who uh, built out uh, StableSats, which we could get into, which is a neat product. Uh, we designed Blink, which is the uh, and we maintain Blink, which is the formerly known as Bitcoin Beach Wallet, uh, which is a Bitcoin Lightning wallet being used for bottom up adoption around the world. Uh, personally, I'm a father. Uh, I live in the States. I'm in Rhode Island, founder of the Rhode Island Bitcoin Meetup. We've been going for about a year now. Um, and also recently joined the board for Geyser Fund for their fifth uh, grant, which has been really interesting. Um, and yeah, just, uh, you know, a pretty passionate Bitcoiner. Um, spent most 10, 15 years in digital marketing and advertising. Um, mm. And uh, you know, once I learned about Bitcoin, uh, it was something that clicked uh, for sure. Um, you know, that that, I, that the rabbit hole, you know, tumbling down the rabbit hole happened pretty fast and furious for me. And uh, yeah, pretty passionate to be working on Bitcoin. And um, and then lastly, you know, it's funny coming, falling into Bitcoin really aligned with, I think, a lot of other things. I think that that I, you know, qualities or pr principles that I have, you know, I've always kind of been somebody who is not really into consumerism and buying a lot of things and new things. I like quality, you know, the idea of low time preference, you know, it really mm -hmm. spoke to me when I learned about it. I was like, ah, like there's a word for something that I've been feeling for a long time. Um, you know, I like woodworking and, and kind of building things and, and being self-sufficient. And so uh, it's been nice to, in the past few years, be yeah, surrounded by people who are doing similar things um, and, and to also have a like a common um, ground in like the money, right, of Bitcoin. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so and I'm, I'm stoked to be here and chat with you about it today. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, avenues we could take that, but I guess we can start at like, uh, how did you find Bitcoin and when was this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as many as it happens to many of us, like I watched Bitcoin just like float by and, uh, you know, early. I mean, and it was for me, it was I mean, it was extremely early. It was the it was the pizza, you know, it was the slash dot like, you know, yeah. Laszlo. And I was working at a, a, a digital agency, a technical digital agency. And my boss um, was like, you know, we're joking about like this Bitcoin thing mm -hmm. and pizza. And, and he actually bought some. He was a very technical 
you know, savvy guy and, and he was like tinkering. Right. He, um, and I was a, a marketing guy. Right. So I didn't have like the technical chops to figure out my way around it. But I didn't you know, I wasn't that, you know, it was more of a joke at that time for us. And then, yeah, I mean, I was living in San Diego at the time. I spent 10 years in San Diego and uh, I just wasn't looking. And so it took another like eight years uh, until um, until a buddy of mine started sending a couple videos, uh, a couple books and, you know, a couple articles. And then it only took, you know, one or two of these articles, you know, some of Andreas um, and, uh, you know, Saifedean and, and until I was like, it was no longer him saying, Hey, you all should read this. You know, he was sending it into a group chat kind of, and, and yeah. I kind of picked up and I was like, Whoa. Um, and, mm. and, uh, I had actually, we had just had my second daughter at the time. And so I was having these late nights where I was watching her. Um, and you know, I was maybe staying up late doing a little bit of, uh, you know, work or something while my wife was getting some sleep and she's like a newborn and I have like the one ear pod, uh, yeah. in, you know, in my ear and I'm just like chaining like pods. I mean, it was like hundreds mm. of hours, like in, in a few months. Um, and, uh, it kind of became all consuming because it's yeah. kind of like you're digging for the truth. Right. Mm. And, and I think, um, I approached it with many of the same, um, questions, uh, concerns, like what ifs, you know, of uh, as many people do. Yep. And, and of, and of course, like there's a, there's answers, there's good answers, like at the end of all of those questions. Yes. And I was kept seeking. I kept seeking these answers and I was like, Oh my God. Like, and that's, I think when, um, you know, I, I often say this, but I, I, I think it bears repeating is like, uh, Dennis, Dennis Parker has a tweet and he says like, when you finally understand Bitcoin, you're going to have a panic attack. And like, <laughs> I, I specifically remember seeing that tweet yeah. because it was like right after I had one of these like panic attack <laughs> moments where I was like, you know, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. head was exploding and I was like, man, I was like, I, you, you don't just have to zoom out past like the dot com boom or like, you know, the seventies, like you're talking like centuries and civilization, like level, um, impact, like in terms of the novelty, I think of Bitcoin. Yep. And, uh, so it became, and not to mention like, it's fun. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it wasn't even like this dread like you know the, the panic attack is kind of a joke kind of not because it is like yeah, pretty yeah. intense but like yep. you know when i when i meet somebody who's or they say hey i heard you work in bitcoin like mm. is that ftx you know and i'm like and i <laughs> and i like meeting with a newbie uh, typically what i'll say is like bitcoin is the most interesting thing i've ever like learned about right yes. and i was like more since i learned about music right and i kind of relate mm. it to this idea of like falling into the music rabbit hole where you have this like math and these reasons why like certain chords and certain notes like like mixed together in a one way versus another there's a lot of that i think with bitcoin where you you kind of have these discoveries and mm. uh so yeah it, it it was a really powerful moment and now like you know it, it is funny because i think in the early days it was um you know oh i'm spending a lot of time outside of my fiat job learning about bitcoin and now yeah. i'm working in bitcoin and i'm just like completely submerged like all the time with like you know great folks like yourself and and having good conversations and um and it's yeah it's, it's really fulfilling for sure yeah 100 percent. i mean uh, it just reminded me because my first touch point was similar i guess around 2010 
and I heard about this. Uh, I heard about Bitcoin up, not exactly Bitcoin, but I heard I, I can keep my laptop running in the background and I can make some money, <laughs> right? That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to give this a shot and keep my laptop running and install these. I was reading some forum, install these software. It had like this wallet. Back then there was like, there was no BIP39. So there's no seed for three days. You had your long string. And uh, they said like, okay, keep that safely. And I wrote it down on a piece, <laughs> on a sticky note, stuck it in my drawer. And yeah, and I probably had that mining going for about two weeks. And then I used to play P- like uh, first person sh- online first person shooter games. And then that started getting really laggy. And then I uninstalled all the software. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I don't know funny. where that sticky note is gone as well. Oh, no. You like then, sold that desk on Craigslist or something. And somebody like around yeah. some like, you know, Facebook and somebody has it like stuck yeah, under their desk right is. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this was, yeah. And then uh, th- then I come back to it uh, probably 2017 or something like that. Yeah, come back to finding Bitcoin. But then even then it's like... You actually have to put in the hours, uh, as you say, to like actually grok it. And then, yeah. Uh, well, what is the Dennis Parker tweet? The panic it's attack. <laughs> when, when you finally understand Bitcoin, you're going to have a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, again, maybe it's just me, but I find so so much truth and humor in it because I think as a Bitcoiner, you realize like you, you don't ever finally understand bitcoin understand. per se like there's yeah. <laughs> like bitcoin is a is a evolving and, and and everything else and so yeah it's it's a i love that one uh, yeah sure. yeah uh, i think uh, another scope because i did come across you to some tweets that we are talking about the bhagavad gita and eknath ishwaran's work so that's how i came across you, you right and yeah. so how did you come across uh I guess Eknath Ishwara's work and like and and you did say uh, I'm probably not framing it right, but you did say it changed your life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was when we were logging on. I was like, I, I remember we had like an interaction. I was like, what was it about? And that was it. And I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because, um, yeah. Um, so Ishwaran. Um, so for people that don't know, Eknath Ishwaran um is a a man who um moved i believe from india to california um in uh the in maybe 19 i don't know 60 70s something like this and 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 started a meditation retreat center mm-hmm. um blue mountain center for meditation it's in uh petaluma or tamales in like northern california um and he wrote uh some books about and and they kind of formed a uh, a method of meditation right there's many ways to meditate um and uh and the method that they kind of do at the blue mountain center is called um passage meditation which is essentially you just memorize a passage it doesn't matter what it is from it could be ain't got a dollar or it could you know it could (laughs) it could be you know from a christian text or anything that like resonates with you um and you kind of use that as a as a as a handlebar to hold mm. as you're like practicing meditation and so you kind of re- repeat it in your head and anyways um so that's mm. a little background on, on the ishwaran and i think like blue mountain center at least from from my knowledge but um uh, as i mentioned i uh i started my career in advertising and marketing 
um, as a, you know, young account executive or something with like, you know, underpaid, overworked, like the name of the game is to like burn the young talent out, right? Because like mm. you can you can have a lot of these people and uh, the, 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 all the old guys build too, build too much. Uh, t- you know, the hourly rate is too high. And so you have all these people just, you know, spending a bunch of time and money and like you know, working on these ad campaigns and everything. And um, I was a, a, a few years into my career completely burnt out. I mean, I was working mm. um, all the time uh, and still like kind of feeling underwater and I was just really stressed out. And um, and so I just was not in like that good of a place. And my aunt actually, so so the connection for me is my aunt works at Blue Mountain, lives at Blue oh, Mountain wow. Center. Yeah. Um, and so she was a executive at a insurance company and, and, and she ended up, you know, just finding, you know, a, a different path. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she, mm-hmm. she hosts retreats and she lives there and she works there. Nice. Um, and uh, so she sends me a package and she heard, you know, either we had a phone call or, or we're talking and she sends me a package and she goes, Hey, here's some of the good stuff, like the good stuff, like, you know, as a joke. And it was a book from Ishwaran called um, Conquest of Mind. Right. Um, and this book, first of all, it opens with this amazing, like first page of metaphor of like, he's sitting on the cliffs in, in Northern California, watching these surfers, um, just weaving in and out of these waves that could kill them instantly. And, and like, he's like, they're, they're seemingly effortlessly like wielding the, this immense power, um, Mm. and in this stressful and and sort of dangerous situation. And like, there's a metaphor for life there, which is like, you can, you, you can ride these big dangerous, like, you know, periods of life, um, in a very calm, way mm. right by 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 not being in the wash of it but by being outside of it and and like so the from the first page of that book i was like okay like i'm in and then um yeah. i remember distinctly uh you know reading in this book and and it was like it was like hey <clears throat> practice single-minded single-mindedness like do one thing and like <laughs> and when you're eating breakfast like mm. eat breakfast and, and I remember being like, wait a minute, like I could eat breakfast and like focus on my breakfast, not be thinking about like all the stuff that I have to do today. And it was like, again, it was like for me, I was like 20, I was like 23 or something like that. Yeah. And for me, it was like this somehow revelation that that um, I did not need to be completely wrapped up in all of the stressors and the and the and the uh, everybody else's stress that like comes at you via like yep. emails and and other things. And um, it kind of opened a door for me to be like, wow, um, I need I need to learn. And and so, I mean, within months, I had like left my job. Um, I visited um, California uh, with a friend of mine who is the guy who got me into Bitcoin. Um, oh, nice. And we ended up moving to San Diego together as chance would have it. Um, we stayed with a good friend who had the uh, the book, The Power of Now, like on her coffee table which is yeah. another like just amazing portal into something that's like, uh, you know, just, just life, like balancing. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. and so, um, uh, so between the, the book, the conquest of mind, and then I was like, Oh, let me check that out. Reading the power of now. I was actually finished it on my flight as I landed in San Diego to move there. 
and it prepared me because it's a very similar thing. It's like non-attachment, right? Or it's yep. like not getting caught in the in the hustle and the bustle of all of the garbage because even more so to, in today's world, maybe than in the past, mm. everything is always vying for all your attention. Yes. Your, your phone notifications and your emails and your texts and like 13 social media apps. Like <laughs> it's so easy to become a complete victim to your own like social mm. circle in life. Um, and so the power of now is like, it was another one, right? These are all like almost like training courses for like, you know, just like, Hey, what works for me? You know, I'm not I like a Eckhart Tolle shill or a Eshwar and shill or whatever, but my final kind of maybe the, the, the trifecta for me were, were those two books. And then, um, I, uh, I had flown to San Diego and then I went back to get my car and on the drive out, uh, my sister sent me an Amazon like gift card. And I, I had in the back of my mind, like this book, like the Tao Te Ching, I had heard about it in my like somewhere in school and i was like i just want to listen this sounds like a good trip to listen to something like uh, of this you know nature and i listened to the Tao Te ching uh, which is a five thousand year old book by lao tzu um from from amarillo texas to san diego i listened to it like three times and um for any again for anybody listening the Tao Te ching y'all everybody knows what it is or has heard of it, but if you've heard of something like the journey, it's like these motivational posters, like often steel lines, right? Like the journey of a thousand miles starts beneath your feet or like, yeah. um, you know, like the, um, you know, it, uh, um, if you over sharpen your knife, it'll go blunt. Right. And, mm -hmm. and stuff like this. And this book, it's only like two and a half hours long. Um, and, uh, 81 chapters, very short, but, um, it, it was like the final piece for me that I was like, wow, like I can step back. I can look at the world in like a different way. I can mm -hmm. kind of like not be sucked into it. And I think it just gave me tools for like the rest of my life. Um, so anyway, that's my, oh, wow. that was a, lo yeah. a long, a long winded answer maybe to your question about finding Ishwaran. But like, since then I've, um, um, I visited the, the Blue Mountain Center um, up there. It's a beautiful place, beautiful people. Um, and uh, I've read a lot of uh, Ishwaran's books as well. So he's done the the, the Bhagavad Gita. Yes. Um, and he uh, has done some really nice translations. Uh, and he also has written a few other books as well. So Climbing mm. Blue, Blue Mountain and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think must have been three years ago or something like that. I was like, oh, okay. It's, uh, like I've heard about the Bhagavad Gita and like a few times I should probably... And I got the audio book version of it, right? Like, I was like, oh, this is really fascinating. And then I sort of put it away. I mean, I've heard it. And then, yeah, I got a lot of out of it. And then it's like, oh, and then recently I was like, oh, I should probably revisit the Bhagavad Gita. And then I picked up another, because my partner has another copy. But it's just a translated version of it. But Ishwaran gives like a whole in-depth, like an intro before each chapter and like, and like what's happening then. Because the regular... I, I would say the the translated version just talks about the battlefield and not so much of like, but Ishwaran paints a nice picture and, and puts a lot of color of how it's not an external battle, but an internal battle. And then I remember sending, uh, sending a copy of the Bhagavad Gita probably a year ago to uh, Daniel Prince's daughter. But it was like this other translated version. So recently, I finally reached out to Dan Prince and told him, like, you get the Ishwaran copy out, pay you, uh, pay you in sats for it. And then I got, yeah. 
because the nice. other one yeah didn't make yeah as much sense as like how Ishwaran yeah paints a picture on it translation like the the translator mm. makes so much difference um i think yeah. the similar thing with the dao the jing where uh the stephen mitchell version is the one that to me is um uh it's the only one that like actually connects mm. connected for me and like he, he does a really great introduction and speaks about that how he's like i mean he did like this some 10 years long training in like, you know, in, 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 um, Buddhist temples or something like Taoist temples or something. Right. And like, um, and he was like, uh, you know, of course people's you've heard it before, but it's like, you know, the, the, the words that, that, uh, Lao Tzu wrote were, were like fingers pointing at the moon. Right. And so he's trying to like yeah, yeah, yeah. paint the picture of what he's looking at, not just translate the words, because mm. if you translate the word specific words from Chinese at like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gra I, 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 graphic to to uh, words like it doesn't make sense, right? It and makes so, sense. Yeah, yes, the way he's like painted it, it it, it has a, a profound impact. So yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah. the same gotta, similar experience. Yeah, you got to translate the message and not the words per se, right? Like you yeah, got to put yeah, the message yeah. out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then yeah, fascinating. How's the like you visited the Blue Mountain retreat? Because there's many or there's multiple gurus that come along or they at least seek to be gurus and then they go about building centers all over the world and then there's few like Ishwaran for example and not not to sound too much of an Ishwaran shill but who's like just had like this one center in California and I believe he had one in India and 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 it didn't and there's no there's no he doesn't have a big following or he didn't like or there's no big marketing team behind him kind of a thing right like there's many people that want that and then i recently came across something because there was a show on netflix called the wild wild west I, believe, I can't remember wild wild country the wild wild country right about the <laughs> uh, about osho and yeah. his this thing and then so, and someone wrote a nice piece on ishwaran called mild mild country like he's oh. like, yeah, because it's like, yeah, he's didn't want that fame and that this thing, right? Like, I believe he started doing stuff like initially itself while he was broke, he was doing things for free. Like he's like, oh, you don't need to pay me anything or you just donate or something like that. There's no yeah fee to his meditations or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to read that piece. Uh, so I'll, I'll look for it, but feel free to send me the link. I'll send um, you the link and I'll add it to the show notes for the people that are listening as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's a certain person who will enjoy this conversation for sure. Uh, you know, I, I think Ishwaran, uh, at least, I think you kind of nailed it, which, which or at least like for me, um, this is a pursuit of, shedding the ego mm. and um and actually speaking of like in the intro to the Tao Te Ching they uh Stephen Mitchell tells a story of how this book came to be written uh, uh a tale I guess right of how this came to be written and it was that uh Lao Tzu was leaving the the country or something right. it, you know there was like it had become war torn or something like this and he's leaving and there was a soldier at the gates and said, can you please tell me the art of living? Right. And he's like, mm. oh, you know, Lao Tzu, which means like the old boy. Right. Like it was like, you know, ah, okay. you know, kind of profound guys is tell me. And, and, and so he says like, 
well, this is how spiritual teaching happens is like um, the master is not trying to go out there and like, you know, preach to people, mm. but, mm. but when people asks, he's willing to share. Right. And so I think like you have like, you have people who get up in like being attached via their ego to being the person who's educating people. And therefore they have to have like, I need big marketing teams. I need like, right. Like I need this engine. And then you have people who are on a pursuit for themselves and want to share that with others who are also asking. And I think this is how each Warren yes. and the blue mountain center came about, which was, it was like the snowball of people who were like minds. Mm. And, and I believe that many of the people who work there give um, tours there and, and workshops, like they, they kind of like, they find each other through natural kind of like organic um, yes. sort of sort of uh, synchronicity a little bit. Um, and, mm. and therefore, there's something nice about that in that it's very organic. It's yep. understated. It's real. Um, and mm. so, yeah, it's it's a, by the way, like great place to donate. I don't know if they accept Bitcoin donations, but uh, I might have to, I might have to help them get set up. To, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah, can for set sure. up a, a yes. lightning address and get some stats their way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and, and yeah, hopefully, like people that are listening might also like find uh, the Blue Mountain Center or Ishwaran's work organically, not to just from listening to this, right? Like without being, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and in saying that, like, cause I just like I was like, oh, this I, I came back to his book, and then I was like, okay, I need to share this with few friends, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start like telling them to order it themselves and I'll pay for them, pay, pay for it in sats. And I reached out to like, like I reached out to one. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll order it myself. So, okay. I, I didn't lose sats here. Go to the next one. I, I asked, oh, can you order this? I'll, buy, I'll pay you in sats. Like, uh, like, he's like, no, I'll buy for myself. Thanks for sharing, blah, blah, blah. And I kept going on till someone, till I finally ended up paying sats for a book. And then it was like, okay, maybe I'll do this next month now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. I've, that's um, the conquest of mind is the book. The, yes. the book that I have gifted—that's the one I have gifted most out of any book. Um, okay. I, and yeah. I, when I visited, I bought like a handful, like three or four of them, and like nice brought them back with me because I love whenever you find somebody in a conversation, it's nice to be able to say like, "Here, like, just flip through this, give it to mm. somebody else when you're done." Like, mm. it's yeah, it's a it's a great message. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I guess uh, just to change gears here a bit, uh, from reading your bio, you said you're getting into woodwork and another one was, so you can speak a bit about that. And then you want to be a regen farmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, my, my, so I, I my wife, uh, I live with my wife, two kids and two dogs and I've got two girls, um, awesome. uh, young, young two and five. And, um, we moved into, um, our house two and a half years ago or so. And mm -hmm. this house, um, I mean, we got lucky because we bought this house before everything went like completely crazy and upside down, um, right. in, in the markets and real estate and everything else. Um, but before, like before that I mentioned, I was in San Diego and I was living in a different house like every year. Right. You know, we finally, we moved back to the East coast when we had kids and this entire time I've been like in the back of my head, like 
I want a little bit of land. I want to be able to work outside. Like I grew up landscaping with my grandfather, mm. um, working with my hands, working outdoors. And like, I kind of wanted to come back to that. Um, and so a couple of years ago we bought our house, which is on a few acres. Uh, there used to be a farm here in the 1800s actually. Mm. Um, and it's been sitting, uh, there's like an old barn that burned down to the rock foundation in the, in the back of the property. And, um, so I, so I call myself a wannabe regenerative farmer because it's beautiful, like soil back there yes. that has like things have been growing and dying for a hundred years. And, and my wife and I are just like, let's plant some stuff. Let's grow some stuff. Like let's, um, you know, we work a lot in our house <clears throat> and, um, and so, yeah, like, as I mentioned, like the Bitcoin, like learning about Bitcoin and also pursuing things that we were interested in anyways, like, which is like growing our own food or be being a little bit more self sustainable or self sovereign, yep. being more local. Like all of these things are kind of like interacting, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. buying our meat from a local mm. uh, farmer and things like this. Like, um, and so, yeah, uh, I actually just got a tractor. Um, oh, nice. uh, sold 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 some hard earned hard held sats like not much because it was like an old tractor i don't like to spend money um but my neighbor was selling one and uh we have like a lot of like there's like old rock walls and trees that have to be moved and i have a lot of work to do outside and so oh that's awesome that's, yeah. that's one of the ways that i get away from the screens mm. um and and you know get exercise is you know moving rocks moving trees, uh, you know, and, and being outside and building things. And, and that's the other, so that's the other thing is, um, a passion of mine is, is building stuff. So like, mm. and, and mostly with wood. So, so I'm a, uh, amateur ish woodworker built things like beds, shelves, uh, oh. tables. Um, and we're doing some renovations in the house that we're kind of all doing ourselves. which again is funny because I just don't want to pay somebody like, yeah. like I want to, I, I want to keep, I want to, I want to save my money and, and like do these renovations myself. And so, uh, use chat GPT to like, help me, uh, help, help me get through some of the details, but, um, ah, that's awesome. But, yeah. it, but it's been fun. And hopefully the next step will be in, in the coming years, get a, uh, a sawmill so that I can fall a tree, uh, put it across the sawmill, turn it into lumber, and then build something or build a, you know, a barn yeah. or something like that. And so this is what I do in my, like, yeah, again, to get away from the computer. I'm, I still have like Bitcoin podcast in my ears when I'm doing it, but, uh, but that's mm. kind of, you know, some of the things that I enjoy for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cause the, the, I mean, there's this, you value the things that you end up building yourself, right? Like that's one aspect of it. And also there's another aspect of while you were speaking, it reminded me of like, say you've built a, a table for example but you probably messed up somewhere and then you did like a quick hack to fix that spot and you know exactly what's wrong with it but then when you give that table to someone else they don't know about that so and i got that thought because because i was i was renting this place that was owned uh, i think it was a greek family but the one of the brothers uh, older man but one of the brothers was the uh 
a plumber. One of them was an electrician, and then the father was the guy who actually put everything in place. So they so they used to come to uh, like do some renovations around the house, and they knew exactly where the point is. Ah, okay, because we put that pipe over there. That's why this is happening over in the other room, right? Like because it's coming from there, and they knew exactly. And then recently, while I was living in this in this current property that I'm at, the electrician comes in, oh, he tried to fix something, but then something else went off. And then he had to come back a week later. And then he's like, oh, the older guys, like they just did a hack and I didn't know about it. They taped something up and then I had to go on do the whole thing. And it's like, oh, but if the older guys did come back, they would have known exactly like, you know. Yeah. I, I can't, like that's such a great insight about building things. Um, mm. I built this shelf to go over our stove. Uh, so my wife designed it. Um, it's built out of boards that we got from some old farmhouse from like 1800s. Um, cheaper than we boards that we would have bought at like the lumber store, right? <laughs> but also like having a nice age to them. And uh, yeah, I I, uh, I completely messed up uh, uh, by kind of sawing too far in two places. And I had to create these little pieces to yeah. to replace the, the mistake and exactly like you said um I, I found i found the pieces that had the same type of grain and i spent time you know i spent an extra two hours fixing my mistake but like only i know that's there and then yeah. if you point it out to somebody they're like wow okay like uh -huh. um it is it is a very rewarding to and i think the last thing is one of the things that actually put me into the woodworking rabbit hole actually was i bought a old guitar uh, mm -hmm. about 10 or 15 years ago um for 40 dollars, i bought this like 1960 gibson 1965 gibson guitar um so I, i'm a i used to be a musician I, I don't play that much anymore but um i found this old guitar and um the bridge had ripped off of it and so i was like i think i can make a new bridge and I found this great resource online um, of, of tutorials and, and just like, in, like information walkthroughs. And so I hand carved with like, you know, files and, and stuff like a new bridge and the bridge plate to go inside the guitar. Um, mm -hmm. And they're very precise, right? Because you yeah. need like an angle and you need to measure to like 132nd or 164th of an inch. And, and I'm, the whole time I'm spending like 60 hours working on this guitar. And I'm like, this is, I'm going to turn this into firewood. You know what I mean? Like this <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and darn it. Like the guitar is like right behind me. Um, and I oh, play it all the time. Like, well, when nice. I do get a chance to play, it is my like go-to guitar. And so it's just really rewarding. It's like this problem solving and like working with your hands. That is like, you know, for somebody that works in a digital world, like I, mm. I just have to have those outlets. And so woodworking is a great one for that. Yeah. Nice. I was just thinking about like the devs would sort of relate to what we are saying, right? Like, cause, mm. cause they know where they've done these uh, small hacks and like when you pass it on to a new dev, like, I'd be like, oh, I don't know it if, reminds I, if I, yeah, if, like if I pull this out, like something's going to break there. Yeah. It reminds me, there's like a meme where the faucet, like it's not connected, but there's some like water spilling out <laughs> yeah. and going in the other way, like as, as a, you know, just yeah, it's yeah. working, but like, it's not working as, how you expect how you, it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my friend, like uh, I used to work with him, uh, probably still work together. Uh, he goes by Hodler's way. I think he was in that chat 
thread as well. Izzy, he was in that thread that we are speaking of as well. And he makes an interesting point uh, uh, as, as there's that argument, right? Is Bitcoin an invention or is it a discovery? And in India, there's a term called Jugad. And uh, Jugad means uh, taking stuff that's already available and building something new. And there's no term per se that's in, in the English language that puts that like, like that, yeah, summarizes that, right? Like it's like, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish I could show you. I mean, I'll send you some images of what a jugad look like, uh, what a jugad looks like. But uh, say someone like they don't have they don't have means to uh, make a pot hot, but they do have an uh, an electric iron. So they <laughs> put a pot on the electric iron and heat up the pot, right? Like so, that's a jugad. Yeah, yeah. In a way, huh. right, right. Like, oh, you yeah. so, oh, there's a, uh, there's a drink that's made in India that's that's made out of like churning milk, okay, and and sugar and stuff like that, and it like gets this frothy sort of consistency, and like uh, these these guys were making it on a large scale, like they're running a shop, blah blah blah. They used washing machines to churn the milk. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... so also, yeah. <laughs> I love. Uh, a second order effect of working in the Bitcoin space that I had no idea I was getting into, but is like maybe one of the most fulfilling things is um, having friends and connections in like so many different cultures, Mm. like breaking out of like my, you know, just Boston, like city perspective or like the two or three cities you work in, like, I've got friends in Kenya, Namibia, India, you know, like in uh, Japan, whatever. And it's like, like you just like you just taught me a word, like you said, that doesn't have a translation in English. And like, you know, my buddy at work, Kemal, uh, goes by Pretty Flacco on Twitter. Um, he's li- he's um, uh, living in Turkey. He speaks Turkish and German um, and he's teaching me these like concepts which are words which are they kind of like open your mind up a little bit to like Mm. yeah like like you gotta you gotta um not to mention like learning different languages so like it's it's uh it's really it's really something else and like i i i don't even want to go here with the conversation but but i must for, for for like a half second which is like when you look at like a politician or something like elizabeth warren Mm where we are who is like not learning about the impact of like what bitcoin is what it means what it's doing why it why it matters um like and then and then when i'm looking from my perspective which is you know i just listened to 50 different projects from every corner of the world speaking about making direct quality of like life impact in all of these different people's lives and like connecting the world in this new way. Um, it's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And I, I hope that other people can see it sooner than later um, because it's pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, given you sort of touched on like how you are connecting with people from different parts of the world and you're seeing that the things that are being built. So you want to touch upon like your role at Geyser and like 
yeah and firstly maybe make an introduction to what geyser is for people that sort of don't know or haven't heard about it and then yeah what is your role there yeah yeah so 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 i work at galloy <laughs> um geyser is a uh, a funding platform so the 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 user the the domain is geyser.fund um and there's a group of awesome guys uh who have built it and it's basically i guess the short hand i would give it is like a crowd a bitcoiner crowdfunding platform um and but really it's for anybody who's doing any sort of project who wants to amplify um to document what they're doing their proof of work and to have a simple channel and place to be kind of like generating um kind of growing their awareness and and mm. earning sats or raising sats for for what they're doing um <clears throat> and so there's i don't even know how many um projects uh projects on geyser but 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 what one of the things that they do in addition to you just being able to host your project there um to to raise funds is these grants um mm. and so my role is is on grant number 5 so blink which is the the lightning wallet we're sponsoring um grant number 5 for geyser and so right. these grants is when they've uh, geyser has raised money and now they're going to distribute that money within a certain topic right yeah. um and so last grant was about like gaming like bitcoin and games mm. and this one is about education in bitcoin communities nice and um and this is like this is exactly what you know with me being somebody who works on blink right which is a lightning wallet that was designed and built in Elzante in Bitcoin Beach in 2020 and um you know I joined Galloway in 2021 um my like my world kind of is partly circulating around like learning from understanding getting feedback from these communities around the world that are driving bitcoin adoption so it was a really good fit for yep. me to join the board for this one um nice. because I, i'm just well connected to a lot of these projects um and for blink to sponsor um the the grant number 5 it's actually still still active right now it's the, the entries might close this week um awesome. uh, or or next week but uh, there's been i think like 50 submissions mm. uh for the grant <clears throat> and we've done um so you go on uh, I think it's geyser fund on twitter um at, at geyser fund uh, and you can find him on nostr as well but mm -hmm. um we've we've held different uh, like live stream presentations like yes. I think six six of them by now uh where projects come in and share about their project and so like you have I mean today you had um uh you know a uh, uh, a community in Thailand doing education and translations you have Bitcoin Yucatan which is a brand new like upstart um commute circular economy project um mm. you have like um many different these circular economy projects and then you have um uh uh like more digital like somebody was doing Minecraft um and, right. and like integrating lightning and bitcoin into like a Minecraft game and somebody mm. was doing e-commerce with and it's just like endless like like yeah. the projects that people are doing um and it's like I'm stunned I'm stunned like in, a, in to be watching what's what's happening like my like and it's funny because like people talk about 
price, like exchange rate of Bitcoin. And I'm like, man, like I don't mm. measure Bitcoin in dollars. Like I measure Bitcoin in like work and projects and like activity that we're doing. And like the price is high <laughs> right yeah. now. Like yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, going yeah. on. 100% it's like hard to keep up with everything that's being built. I mean, hard is not the right word. Impossible is the right word. It's impossible to keep up with everything that's being built in Bitcoin. 100%, yeah. which is like, it's a great thing. It's, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. we, we've, we, we started, so, so I mentioned Kemal, um, yeah. he, he's actually also the, one of the organizers of Adopting Bitcoin, um, oh, okay. the, uh, yeah. conference in El Salvador, which is happening mm. for the third year this November. Mm. Um, and so we've been hosting like on and off for a couple like seasons. We're on our third season now, um, the, the adopting Bitcoin pod. And so this season we're doing every Thursday, a Twitter space, uh, nice. it's what are we at? Like 4 30 PM UTC. I think, uh, a Twitter space with a different Bitcoin community, like bottom up project, right. um, kind of what we're focused on. And like, yeah, again, it's become like this weekly hang with all of these people. You know, you got again, you got like, you know, uh, Heritage from Nigeria coming in and like providing an update weekly. And then we go into it in an interview and it's just like, nice. man, yeah. like it's um, wow. I'll, I'll quote uh, Corey Clipson actually from Swan where he was said something and that was like, it's just not fair. Like because the people that are working in Bitcoin are they're doing this for for like the movement not mm. this is not a job really to, to anybody yes. here like yes, we're doing yes, this yes. because we believe it it's for a better future it's for our kids it's for our you know mm. descendants or whatever and so um yeah the, the 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 status quo the broken sort of status quo doesn't really stand a chance it's just <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome i mean one of the most fascinating one that uh comes from africa i believe is the marching karu project i might be Magic pronounced Kura, yeah, 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 Kura, yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. so fascinating it's like because they know like all oh, the smartphones not available like how do we send bitcoin uh, through sms uh, through yeah text messages right and they're like on these ancient phones they're transferring bitcoin across to each other yeah so kodato um who is the the guy behind matching Kura project hmm. was on our twitter space yesterday um with herman from bitcoin ikasi which is in south africa yeah um and we were talking about actually adopting bitcoin is go is going to be hosted in cape town in january oh wow and so you have el salvador this november and then there's going to be an adopting bitcoin in cape town uh, south africa in january and so we were kind of digging into it um but machakura is so cool and i mean it has it's got everything like in terms of just a cool story. I mean, mm. the origin is Oaken, who is who's a Bitcoiner in in Namibia, um, uh, orange pilling shops and individuals and, and everything else. He he tweeted something like, "Can't shouldn't we be able to like send Bitcoin over a, over a, a feature phone?" And and Kodasa was like, "Yeah, I think so. Give me two weeks." And like. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, he launched Machinkura and like had his first like pilot or like proof of concept going. And now he's got like six or eight or I, I can't I'm not sure how many countries where, like you said, you can have an old Nokia phone. That's like 15 year old phone. Um, and you're sending Bitcoin transactions, lightning transactions. And you're just like, wow. come on. Like, it's it's so cool. It's such a game changer. Yeah. 
I mean, and exactly like what's I mean, the people that are building like I see what's uh, what gaps are there to fill in their current situation, market or whatever it is, and then they're build, building towards that, right? And it's happening all over the world. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and at the same time, you see that like, how come like people around me are still not crocking what Bitcoin is? Right? Yeah. It's, I think I have a funny view of that because um, so Galloy is, is building enterprise scale, like, or grade, like infrastructure, yep. right? Um, Blink is, is the, like the initial proof of concept, which was Bitcoin Beach Wallet. And has now, you know, we've been working on it to bring it to more people mm. because the wallet was built for the purpose of building a circular economy. Mm. Um, the infrastructure was built to allow other people to, to do the same thing, um, which you see, and I'm not sure if you've heard of Bitcoin jungle, but like, yes, I have a, very yeah. early, like they forked the Bitcoin beach wallet and they launched the Bitcoin jungle app. Right. And it's mm. built on the same stack. It like looks very similar to an earlier version. Um, but what we noticed was that um, there were all of these communities around the world popping up and they, they needed some of the solutions that we built for Alzante. Mm -hmm. And so we decided like, Hey, let's continue improving the wallet. Let's make it, let's add languages. Let's add, um, display currency. So if you're living in South Africa, you can have the Rand Yep. in Brazil, you have the real, um, and, uh, let, let's continue to just like make it better and better and better for like merchant for using Bitcoin as money. Mm. And then especially, like you said, like in terms of providing solutions, based on like a market need um stable sats which is like a right. dollar account which allows you to have a, a a dollar equivalent account in your lightning wallet right and so i mean think about where we are today the the bitcoin exchange rate has dumped like 20 percent yep. in the past like day or two mm, mm. um if you're selling snow cones in it and making you know 30 dollars a day and you need to like wake up the next morning and, and like refill, replenish your supplies, or you need to pay your rent, which is denominated in dollars. Uh, and you wake up and the, and the price is dumped. Yeah. Right. And you've, and you've been relying on accepting sats, like you're screwed. You know what I mean? Like this, this is not like a, a, a mm. long-term savings vehicle for many of the people that are like maybe onboarding to On accept Bitcoin who are like the un, like unbanked individuals. It's like, Hey, this is a digital payment mechanism. Great. But I can't just start accepting this and how and stomach the volatility necessarily right yep. away. I can mm -hmm. like, I can, I can get my way there. Um, and so anyway, stable sats is one of those solutions. And so again, back to what I was saying is like, I feel like I don't even talk to the people around me about Bitcoin because like most people in, you know, the new England, the United States, like don't have, or they don't think they have the problems that Bitcoin yes. solves. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm here for like Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala where, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. uh, Eliazar, he says recently, like, you know, for me, Bitcoin is a plate of food for a kid, you know, like yeah. um, I just love the use case. I, I, I think I like um, uh, helping drive adoption where adoption, it's not like where, where it's needed and it's not like a philanthropy 
philanthropic mm. thing. Mm. I just like working with people who like naturally get it because like yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been left out of the system. They're like, that's awesome. Like that, like how could you not see the value in this thing? <laughs> right? Yeah. hundred um, percent. Yeah. It's, it's rewarding to work in that scenario versus like, well, I have PayPal and Venmo. Why would I need Bitcoin? Mm. <laughs> Don't need to yeah. explain it. So yeah, let, I mean, just with Galois, do you want to elaborate a bit more on like what the project is exactly? And and then move on. I, I you sort of give a, a given a background on what Blink is, but more on StableSats. Is StableSats a separate application? No, or is just an? Uh, is it a? Is it a token? That's that's it's not a token. Okay. Yeah, let me let me let me dig in. Um, yeah. So let's let's um, let's start with we'll start with StableSats since we were talking about it. Um, so Blink is a is an open source custodial lightning wallet, uh, and, and, and as I mentioned, built for really for bottom up adoption. So yep. um, it's great for a few things. Um, a first Bitcoin wallet, like hmm. um, so, if you're in a cab and you're like, "Hey, have you heard of Bitcoin?" to the driver, uh, and you know you can say like, "Okay, I'm going to send you some sats." Like go to get.blink.sv get this wallet and I'm going to send you sats. Um, and so okay. we've done a lot of work on onboarding to make it easy where you can just like open the app and receive sats. So there's like two tabs. Hmm. Um, and, um, uh, so regarding stable sats, um, when I open blink, I have two accounts. I have a Bitcoin account and a stable sats account or two balances. Right. And my, and my Bitcoin account is denominated in Satoshi's, mm -hmm. right? So I'm holding, hundred thousand satoshis and my stable sats account is denominated in like us dollar equivalent right, right? and so i have twenty dollars and so if i have a hundred thousand satoshis and i have twenty dollars and the price the bitcoin price goes to 60k i still have one hundred thousand satoshis and twenty dollars right uh and if the price dumps i still have a hundred thousand satoshis and twenty dollars right and so the the purchasing hmm. power of my bitcoin goes up and down uh, in dollar terms. Right. Um, and the amount of sats that I would receive back if I trade, if I exchanged or converted my dollars back to, to Bitcoin changes with the price, but I can keep $20 in my wallet. So if I, if I have rent due, uh, at, at, on Friday and I have a hundred dollars to pay that rent, um, I can put that in stable sats and I don't have to worry about, you know, whether it's going to be a hundred on Friday. Um, yep. and the way, and so the mechanism, um, that, that, uh, just to talk about like the token stable coin, it operates like a stable coin. Mm -hmm. Um, but there is no token instead it's using trading. It's using a, a, a hedging right. strategy, um, that actually has been talked about for eight years now. Arthur Hayes of BitMEX like outlined this in, in articles like a long time ago that, um, using a trade called a per perpetual inverse swap, which basically means mm. that. Um, you're, uh, you're using a short position, um, to balance, uh, what you owe, what, what you owe the, the person who has money in stable sats and the price of Bitcoin. So, uh, if, if, right. if the Bitcoin, uh, price drops and you've shorted it, you make money. If the, if the price rises, you have sats, right? And so you're, you're, you're basically on the back end, you have this trading strategy to be able to cover you know, any sort of price uh, fluctuation. And so it uses uh, an exchange like right now it uses um, we use OKX, um, yeah. but we are working on adding multiple exchange like there's mm. um, 
um, uh, other exchanges out there to, that that could be uh, integrated. Um, and it's open source. And so like one mm. of the interesting things is uh, stable sats in the Blink wallet is one application is like giving stability or volatility protection to um, uh, uh, you know somebody selling snow cones on the beach. Um, but like there's there's enterprise you know use cases where you know it's funny when the Silvergate Bank when the bank like runs have Silicon Valley Bank and everything was like everything was going crazy. I was on a Twitter space and and there was somebody that was like. <clears throat> describing exactly they were like do making the perpetual inverse swap trade to try and like hold their value because they were like cut off of banking access and things like that and so um i i'm really bullish on like the, the potential um for stable sets as a kind of like a third option for holding stable value right because today you kind of have two options you have like a fiat integration mm. so like a if you have like connect with your bank account like strike or or something like that you have a stable coin, um, yep. but often with stable coins, you're interacting with like Ethereum or Tron mm -hmm. and like you're, you know, like this, like stable sets is, is just Bitcoin only. Um, okay. Yeah. And I think one of the powerful things about it is um, it's all sats, right? So, so meaning if I, if I'm holding $20 in my stable sats account and you show me a lightning invoice and I pay that from my stable sats account, makes the trade and sends you satoshis right and so mm. like i could actually be holding stable sats on my end you could be holding sats on your end or vice versa and it doesn't matter like it's all fully interoperable with lightning and so right. it makes it like really easy to, to give somebody the ability to just say like yes i want to use bitcoin but no i don't always want to be exposed to the price volatility okay now, from the user's perspective, the the same uh, example that you were sort of speaking about the the guy who had thirty dollars, right? Like the night mm -hmm. before, the next day yeah. it could drop to twenty dollars. So, so he does have thirty dollars, and uh, so would he have to like say that he wants uh, mark that off as a stable sats, like the, like on the same day as like, oh, I need this thirty dollars for a payment the next day. And if the price drops, so so is there something that the user has to initiate on his end? So he's basically, it's kind of like if you use a banking app and you okay. have like checking account and savings account. Right. And I can transfer between my checking and savings. Um, and I can also set my default. So if I'm a complete newbie mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'll use the snow cone example, um, somebody just convinced me this is what happens in like communities often like hey do you want to accept bitcoin i'm like i don't know what bitcoin is but like okay right like they can say i want to set my default account to stable sats and every incoming transaction that i get the, the payer is sending me sats and when it comes into my wallet i'm holding it in dollars which will so so that as the <laughs> if i earn ten dollars for the day um, and I'll wake up tomorrow and it's still $10. I have $10 worth of Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? What, no matter what, no matter how many yeah. Satoshis that is, I've got $10. And so it's like this mental safe, like safety for like, mm. especially for like <clears throat> good for newbies. But I've also heard people that are like, Hey, when I'm traveling, like I want to put like a, a $200 in a lightning wallet. And I just like, I don't want to know, like, I don't want like the amount of like 
spending money I that I, I that I have like to change day over day. I want to have like two hundred bucks for like you know my 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 trip. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Makes and sense. so it, yeah, there's some there's some uh, yeah some like good use cases that that have been uh, surfacing for that. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I'll have a play with the, the Blink Wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it. Have a look. I mean, um, it's been we're rolling out a feature. I don't know when this will be released, but we're rolling out a feature like to beta like tomorrow and and publicly in a few days. Um, uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's really cool. It's you know we're we're transitioning from like we have this contacts you know like contact yes we're like. Yeah. Making, which is which is helpful but like we're changing context to people and we're including this this concept called circles i'll just i'll, I'll share here yeah, uh, yeah. uh but but uh where you can kind of keep track of your orange pilling efforts um because a lot of people that are using blink are like hey i'm holding meetups and i'm bringing people in and so mm. we're kind of having like some fun with that into terms of like bitcoin is for like people and for onboarding and for orange pilling and so we're like helping it having a user like be able to see some of their data like how, how many people have i like orange pilled with blank and everything like that and so uh really excited about that yeah and you mentioned uh, am i right in saying blink is completely open source right yeah yeah oh wow um yeah, yeah. yeah go to so so let me actually answer about galloy um yes. so um galloy is building uh open source uh, uh enterprise banking infrastructure right mm -hmm. um and so um, we're like, there, there's a few key parts to this, but the idea is like you have Bitcoin and you have lightning, but if you're like, if you're an organization that is trying to launch a product, like there's still a lot of work to do to launch a product, right. Between like yep. lightning, right. And interfacing with lightning, with Bitcoin in between them, et cetera. And so, um, we have just an awesome team of people from around the world that are building like what we call like, um, like for the sovereign organization, right? Like we, like all of us, like grok the sovereign individual, but like organizations want to be sovereign too, right? Like in the future, like an unruggable. And so, um, uh, there, there's a few parts, like, uh, there, there's a, uh, something we've been working on, which is like a Bitcoin bridge, which allows like your, your products to interface with Bitcoin and lightning in a, in a really secure way, in a really scalable mm. way, in a really powerful way. Um, a ledger, right. An accounting ledger, if you yes. are, um, if you are, I'll use Starbucks as an example, and then mm. they say, you know what, we're going to start having sats in our app, right? Like yes. you need a ledger, you, you, you need, you need a, a really powerful way to account for the sats that, that, um, you know, you, that are represented for you. Um, you need custody, right? You might need stable sats. You might need to, right. If you're a company that's holding Bitcoin, you know, you may want to be hedging that in one way or another to like for your treasury. You need governance right and so um we're building all of these pieces because like today and in the past like mm. a lot of the the banking stack is closed and we believe that like a, on a bitcoin standard like there should be an open source banking stack um and that's what we're building and so i, I would just say if anybody's uh, interested in it um our ceo nicholas gave a awesome talk at microstrategy uh, earlier this year called be your own bank for organizations and he like went into uh some of the parts of the stack he'll be at uh, baltic honey badger uh, nice. uh this year uh, as well um and uh yeah the other thing like come to adopting bitcoin uh, that's where we i mean we're galloy is a is a sort of a organizer host of adopting bitcoin in el salvador and so that's where you can kind of meet some of the devs like a lot of us are usually there hear about like the stack what we're doing what we're planning um lastly i would say 
like I think we're in a time period with this like kind of elongated bear situation like market where we are where we're not in the frothy moment where every enterprise in the world is looking to like integrate lightning get a big press release like you know and, and like run through it like like the the we're at a part where most large organizations are dipping their toe in the water like at at best and they're dabbling in these lighter weight st uh like stacks or solutions mm. um and like the galloway stack is is really being built for um an organization that's going to like really really meaningfully build um products on lightning or transition yeah. their you mm. know some treasury or transition the um you know imagine like again like uh, th there's one other talk last year actually at adopting bitcoin called the sovereign organization i kind of mentioned that where it's like imagine if you're playing paying your employees in bitcoin mm. right you have you have you know the your your corporate wallet everything else like like everything will be built on Bitcoin and like the Galloway stack is going to be like a really strong foundation for, for like building those products. And so, yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I just finished off working at a Bitcoin exchange, like, like as of yesterday, but I, I remember like dealing with accountants and, uh, we had like two sets of accountants and like, so yeah, <laughs> and there's all confused, like they're plumping like customers holding with the companies holding and they don't sort of understand like how all of this works and then there's price fluctuations and like at what point do we yeah yeah it's not a trivial thing to do mm. to yeah to account for bitcoin in channels to yeah right like to like um uh utx manage utxos transaction batching like there's a lot of work to be done to do it well, to do it efficiently, to do it at a way that can scale without issues. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about the stuff that the Galway team is uh, is putting out for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, yeah, sounds exciting. Given the number of, uh, hoping the number of companies and small organization, large organization that start accepting Bitcoin and start having holding Bitcoin on their balance sheets and their needs, tools like yeah, what you guys are building, hundred percent. Well. I mean, BlackRock is here, and uh, <laughs> um, what was the company that published like the ESG? Some company published like, have you considered like the, how Bitcoin could help your ESG strategy like two weeks ago? And all oh, right, like, yeah, I did see it on LinkedIn. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, it was one of the big four. Yes, oh, uh, KPMG. It was, it was, uh, K KPMG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was KPMG. <laughs> I was like, I was mind blown because, um, again, I come from the, I mean, the marketing world I come from and these like big strategy consultancy world are kind of like yeah, sisters. Um, they, they're a bit related. And, and so mm -hmm. I've seen pretty firsthand how when something, when a trend breaks into the ether of these consultancies, it can become yep. the thing that like everybody's talking about right like when i was in this world it was like digital transformation right like yeah, everybody's yeah. talking about like just say the word digital transformation and like once bitcoin becomes like the thing mm. that like companies are trying to figure out like it's game set match like i think yeah. um it's going to be a, a crazy crazy busy uh time to build it's going to be distracting because the price will be ripping probably mm. um but uh <laughs> yeah 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 but but you know, it's it's coming for sure. 
Yeah, and I mean, and I guess like that's coming, and at the same time, there'll be like the new set of scammers that would be there in the market as well. Right? Of course, of yeah. course. I mean, we'll we'll go to two hundred and and fall to eighty, and we'll yeah. go to you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I again, I like I said, I measure I measure the Bitcoin price in like you know stuff we build rather than in in dollars. Um, mm. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for the, you know, the, the ups and the downs. Nice. Uh, Andrew, I mean, we've covered off so much. Is there anything else that you wish that I asked you or you wanted to address before yeah, we close off? I think this has been uh, just an awesome conversation. Yeah. Uh, it was a pleasure to kind of cover this range of topics with you. Appreciate the invite. Um, yeah, I would just say, uh, yeah, for anybody who's, uh, like a new, like my DMS are open. I think, you know, uh, the, 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 the Bitcoin space is, is interesting to, to come into at the beginning, but, yeah. uh, but, but it's, it's some of the best, most, most honest, uh, in, and, um, yeah, passionate people, uh, I've ever interacted with. So like, yeah, my DMS are open. Uh, you know, uh, if you're interested in, in, uh, in, in chatting, let me know, uh, adopting Bitcoin, uh, definitely check that out. Adoptingbitcoin.org is an awesome conference with like only Bitcoin real builders, you know, not huge, uh, not like influencer type stuff. It's just like people like really good conversation, high signal, nice. um, in El, in El Salvador of all places, that's November 7th, I believe. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I'm on a, I like try blink. Um, it, it like, you know, I, like I said, uh, it was blink.sv or get.blink.sv is a straight download link. And, uh, yeah, I want to hear feedback on it, um, because we are trying to make it the best wallet for bottom up adoption. So, um, you awesome. know, and, and yeah, not really working on it. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for the people that are listening, I'll have everything in the show notes, most of the, like all the links and, uh, and where you can find Andrew. Given if you say uh, face something similar to that, I uh, that I face is that I'm not able to message Andrew through DMs on Twitter. I'll have his no NPUB as well, so you can probably get him on Nostar. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think Elon like yeah. messed with our our settings, and now like he's closed my DMs. So I say my DMs are open, but they may not actually be. Open. No, so so it's not you. So so it's it's the guy like it's, so if it's, if you don't have a blue check, you're not able to message people anymore. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so so it's you need mess. to yeah Everybody you need to have day. like right. verify yourself to message people. Not... At, at blink.sv on Noster. Uh, yeah. It's also my lightning address. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll have that in the show notes. And yeah, thanks, Andrew, once again. And hoping to do this uh, soon. Yeah, I'll probably I, I have a thought. I'll run it past you. Probably get another person along as well, and then we can have like a yeah. I feel we have a good chat, three way conversation. Oh, that sounds. That sounds awesome. I enjoyed yeah. it. I appreciate the invite. Yep. See you, Andrew. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person. And I also recommend that you use Podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or Fountain FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen, and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.